Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Live from America. Today is January 25th, year of our Lord, 2021. There's going to be some changes coming up to the show, so I hope uh, I hope we can all adjust properly and adjust correctly. Uh, I will announce everything that's going on, and uh, we'll bring you up to speed as quick as we possibly can. Hopefully people are getting um, notifications that we're going live. A lot of people are uh, expecting things at different times. Um, but you know, it is, it is what it is. We got some changes. So David McConnell, how are you? Michelle Turner. Hello. Good to see you. Chelsea McDaniel. Very, very nice to see you. Thank you. Lindsay Knapp. Hello. How are you? Good to see you. Martha Drabend and Virginia Jones joining us live today at 11 o'clock Eastern time. Um, thank you. Yes. Yes. We are blessed. Lori Straney is joining us and Jessica Marie. Hello. How are you? Donna Martin from Alabama and Maggie Mulholland from Ohio. Hello. Holly Kane from Pennsylvania and David Bouchette. He says, tell us something good, brother. Well, I got to tell you a lot of things. Uh, first of all, what I, uh, what I would ask you to do, because it is 11 o'clock Eastern time, uh, people are not used to seeing me uh, live from America at 11 o'clock. They're used to seeing live from America at either noon or 5 um, that is going to change. We're going to change the schedule a little bit based on a lot of things that are happening. And I just want to kind of give you a heads up. So from now on, uh, because people are used to listening to the podcast at noon, we're going to go live at 11 every day on live from America here and soon to be on many other platforms, Rumble, Vimeo, um, uh, YouTube, uh, we're going to be going on Pluto and Fire Stick and Roku at some point uh, in the near future. Probably in the next couple months we'll be on, on the larger ones there. Uh, but Rumble and those coming up in, in just um, just a few short days, maybe even a, maybe even a couple weeks. Um, and we're going to be on a new social network that's coming out, uh, which we'll talk about as well. Um, so everybody's wondering what happened to... Uh, my live from yesterday, I took it down because I accidentally showed my address on it. So that's what happened to that. So if you guys could please share the video, start some watch parties, put them in your groups. We need to let people know that we're going to be doing 11 o'clock live here. Now the podcast, I'm actually recording right now, that will be continuing to go up at noon. So everybody that gets to watch it here uh, gets, uh, gets like a sneak preview. And then the podcast will go up for everybody at noon. So, thank you guys very, very, very much, um, and we'll get right to it. First of all, we're going to do what we always do, and we're going to give our attention, our love, our honor, and um, everything that we have to the Lord. Um, sending it to the Lord is, is where we really need to go right now, so if you, can, uh, if, you can, uh, if you have your Bible, you can open up with me. We're going to read from the Word of the Day today, which is from Isaiah 55. 6 and 7, and it says this, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call you upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return to the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. And um, I think it's very... I think what we're seeing right now, ladies and gentlemen, is something that we have not seen in a long time. And everybody's been asking me, why would God let this happen? Why would God let this happen? It seems to be the reoccurring theme and question that everybody is having right now. Okay? Um, and I think we're seeing why. Because I have not seen so many people praying, 
um, together. I have not seen so many people move to the Lord as I have seen over the last two months. Okay? Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, I think that's, I think that's what, I think it's all part of, uh, I think it's part of God's plan that we're doing this right now. But a lot of, uh, a lot of bad things are happening, obviously, in the political spectrum. But a lot of good things are happening in the political spectrum as well. And it, like I've been saying, if it was one thing that Donald Trump did, ladies and gentlemen, if it's one thing that he did that was, that was massive, was it was pulling the curtain back so that we could see that all of our, pot, all of our um, conspiracy theories, ladies and gentlemen, were actually true. He pulled the curtain back and he's letting us, he's letting us see what's really going on. He's let us see what's really going on. And um, now, now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're, we're mobilizing and we're getting stronger and we're, we, we're putting on that armor of God and we're really going to do something great for this country. And I, I just, I, I feel that with every, every bit of my being. And uh, I, I hope you guys, I hope you guys feel the same way. Um, so, Thank you, Heidi. She goes, you got me praying extra again. And that's what it's all about, ladies and gentlemen. That's what it's all about. You know what I mean? We need to give our honor and our love to God before God's going to bless us. Uh, He gave us a great blessing with Donald Trump. And uh, after what we heard in the last few days, we might be, guess who's back? Back again. Trump's coming back. Tell a friend. So let's uh, let's start right off with that, ladies and gentlemen. uh, We've heard a lot of this Patriot Party. Um, I don't know... So we, we seen that there was a register, uh, somebody had registered the Patriot Party and they had registered it in the name of Donald Trump for president. Uh, I, I, that was not Donald Trump who did that. Um, so if you are, um, so I'm just reading some of your comments. If you guys uh, seen that, uh, there's no evidence or no proof that that was Donald Trump who did that. However, we went into the weekend with it being reported that Donald J. Trump said to um, somebody from the Examiner uh, at Mar-a-Lago at one of the, at the golf course, he said that we're coming back soon, um, but not right yet. And so we got that going into the weekend. Then once the weekend started unfolding, we heard Rick Grinnell come out. Now we know who Rick Grinnell is. Rick Grinnell was the acting DNI for a while, and then he joined Trump's legal team out in Nevada and helped with Arizona to try to get these these legal these uh, these lawsuits, you know, uh, um, into full effect. Which they're still working, ladies and gentlemen. There's still lawsuits. There's still hearings to be heard in the Supreme Court and in state Supreme Courts. All that stuff is still happening, ladies and gentlemen. So you got to understand that with with what President Trump is um, planning, with what he's working on uh, aggressively. Those lawsuits and those hearings in those Supreme Courts and in those state courts and, 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 and state Supreme Courts and federal courts, those are all going to play a big, big, they're all going to work together. They're all going to work together, along with this phony fake impeachment that's coming up. Now, Rick Grinnell says, he came out this weekend and he said that Trump will be running again. Now, we don't know what that means. We don't know if it's going to be he's running in two years if he's running in four years, is he running for president? I have a I have a hard time thinking that Donald Trump would not be running for president again. I have I, I don't think he's going to be running for Congress or Senate or anything like that. Um, if if Donald Trump wants to use this third party as a as leverage 
on the GOP so that when he goes into this impeachment trial, he has leverage to say to them, if you go through with this, this third party will start and, and, and the GOP will, will, will definitely be dead forever. Now, I know that the GOP will definitely be dead forever if they, if they choose to try to convict an, a, a, a president who's not even in a seat anymore, which is the only jurisdiction that an impeachment has. I would think that the GOP would be done anyway. They pretty much already are. They pretty much have zero credibility. As a matter of fact, Rand Paul came out this weekend and was um, got into a fiery, uh, heat, uh, heated debate with George Stephanopoulos, and then came out with a Twitter uh, with a tweet that said that he was going to, um, even though he voted for the certification of the state votes, um, he said that that there was fraud that happened. So he so he admitted that there was fraud, and he admitted that he certified Rand Paul, um, knowing that there was fraud, and wants to get to the bottom of it. So over the weekend, he got in a heated debate with George Stephanopoulos, which I would love to get into a heated debate with. And was was literally saying that election fraud happened, and and George Stephanopoulos was trying to get him to say it didn't happen. He was doing his he was doing his as much work as he possibly could to try to say it wasn't happening, uh, to try to get Rand to say that it didn't happen. But Rand wouldn't say that. But where were you a few weeks a couple weeks ago, Rand? We don't you know what we'll forgive because we're Christians, but we're never going to forget. Period. Period. So I can see Donald Trump using the threat of a third party. Um, as a uh, from a, a patriot party, as leverage for the for the Republicans when it comes to this impeachment, this fake phony impeachment trial. Um, but it begs the question, ladies and gentlemen, why are they even having an impeachment trial for a president who isn't even sitting anymore? And the only thing that you can think that they would try to be setting this bar for or this precedent for is to try to make it so he can never run again. Okay, but uh, Grinnell, Rick Grinnell came out this weekend and said President Trump not only wants to wants to run again and will be running again, as far as Rick Grinnell's concerned, uh, what he says, but that uh, the the Gateway Pundit is also reported uh, yesterday or late last night that uh, President Trump is working very, very hard round the clock, putting together a list of, (laughs) quote, dirtbag Republicans in order to primary. Now, the good news about that, now I know you guys, are, a lot of you are going to say, what's the sense of primary? What's the sense of doing primaries? What's the sense of doing these, um, these, these elections if they're all going to be fraudulent? That's, gonna, that's being worked on too. President Trump not only has all the information of how they cheated, every which way they cheated, he also knows exactly how to stop it and how to make sure that it doesn't happen again without at least it being completely known that it, that it did happen for everybody. So you got to you got to kind of understand what he's 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 not only trying to take over the party. I don't believe he's going to do the third party. It I I think he's I think he's going to literally um change the party and destroy the machine that is the two parties that work together. That is what I believe is happening. I really don't think he's going to start the third party. If he does, he would have to get people from both parties in order to crush the two-party machine. The work would be it would take a lot it would take a lot more than 2 years to do. It would take a lot more than 2 years to do. And uh, and, and ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what role the military is playing right now. I don't know what role the military is playing right now. I don't know if they're in charge as as we all want them to be, but what we have to understand as a, as a conservative 
uh, party is we have to understand that until we do know that for sure, we have a lot of work to do. We have a lot of work to do. And what that work is, is getting rid of the cancer in the Republican Party, turning the GOP into the GNP. And from what Rick Grinnell says and from what, you know, talking through with Trump's aides, uh, that's what his plans are going to be. His plans are going to be to come back in and clean house and take over the party and um, run again and push people like Sarah Sanders, who's running for governor in Arkansas and other folks. That's that's what his plan. That's everything points to that. Nothing, unfortunately, points to um, Trump coming in like Superman flying out of the sky and, and swooping Biden out of the White House. Nothing points to that. Now, I'm not saying that's not the case. What I'm saying is everything that Trump is saying and everything that people around him are saying has to do with him running again, starting rallies again, getting uh, and primary, uh, holding pri- uh, putting people to primary out these G- GOP members. Okay? Now, there's a lot of other things happening as well. Now, we, we got somebody said this guy's going to lead you right into a brick wall again. You'd have to say that President Trump led you into a brick wall too because everything that I was saying, President Trump was saying. He had no idea that the swamp was as deep as it is. He's got one, he has got one promise left, and that's to drain the swamp. One promise left. So President Trump's coming back, and he's coming back with a bang. But I don't think it's going to be the way we want him to come back. We just have to accept the way that he is going to come back, and we have to work with him again in order to fall through, follow through on that last promise. Now, here's something that's crazy. We have been talking about Biden. And how he came in on a private jet. How the Pentagon is still withholding information from him that he wants. Um, and that he here's, here's the thing that nobody's talking about. He's signing EOs left and right. He's signing emergency orders, or, or I mean executive orders left and right. Why hasn't he touched the executive order of 2018? Where is that? Where is the executive order of 2018? If he's so busy getting rid of Trump's accomplishments, getting rid of Trump's executive orders. How come that the executive order of 2018 has not been touched? You would think that would be one of the first things that he would remove, one of the first things that he would get rid of. So while President Trump's um, uh, goal and his plan might be to come come back and rid the party of, uh, of the cancerous GOP, uh, quote, dirtbag Republicans, which is a great quote, um, there's a lot of other things going on too that I think that this, that all these lawsuits, this, the, uh, the, the impeachment, um, uh, the, the Dominion information that's going to be, that's continuing to come out, it's all going to come into place, ladies and gentlemen. And I think it's all going to come to a head at one time, in one place, for one agenda. And in the meantime, in the meantime, we just have to continue to turn to God. We have to continue to have a positive attitude. And, we, and none of us can change the world like that. I can't do it. President Trump couldn't even do it. He, not, not like that. It took him a while. He changed a lot of things. But we're going we're gonna to go into these next um, few months. And, and, and I say by end of April, I say by end of April, we'll have a clear path and a clear vision of what we're all going to do and who is going to assume that leadership role within the GOP, within draining the rest of the swamp. Now, uh, somebody said Lynn Wood said the military is in control. Lynn Wood actually this weekend did not say the military was in control. He said that it's a possibility 
that the military is in control, but he said he does not have definitive proof of that. He does not have definitive proof of that. He said, as a lawyer, it sure looks that way on many fronts, like with Biden flying in on a private jet and with the Pentagon holding orders and stuff. But there is no um, actual proof that the military is in control. Now, here's the thing. President Trump understands communism. The, the military and the leaders of the military understand communism. And they understand it very well. And they know very well what the Biden family and the Biden crime family is into. And I, I would say this. This is what I would say about the military. Have trust that the military will never let us go full communism. That's what I would say. And that's basically what Lynn Wood is saying too. Have faith and have trust that the military will never let us go full communism. Okay? And, uh, and I think that's, I really believe that's what's going on. Now, um, primaries. Liz Cheney. Fred Upton and two other Republicans are already got primary opponents. They've already got primary opponents. Counties in Wyoming, um, counties in Kentucky, and counties in Michigan have already voted to censure these Republicans for what they did, for their treacherous traitor moves to, to, um, to vote to impeach President Donald Trump. And so I, I, I see Liz Cheney on her way out. I see Mitch McChina on his way out. All right. And I see a lot of these people that, that they we like I said, we forgive, but we don't forget and they will be primaried out. Now, this is assuming that, that, that President Trump is going to come in and take control of this party the way we want him to and ensure some kind of election integrity. OK, but the Democrats are already fighting us at that on uh, as well, because H.R. one is a bill that the Democrats. I want to read this to you. Are, indu- are introducing, and what this is, what they're trying to do is they're trying to cheat forever. They're literally trying to cheat forever, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to tell you how because they're introducing a bill, uh, HR one, um, and it is going to they're going to try to ram it through, and it's going to lower the voting age to 16. It wants to it wants internet uh, registration with electronic signatures only, and they want uh, ballot harvesting at the highest level. So that should scare you right there. And if we continue to sit on our hands as Americans like we did prior to President Trump, and if we continue to sit on our hands because President Trump isn't in the office that we want him to be in at the present moment, then we're going to go right back to the dark ages of the politics running everything and pulling the wool over our eyes. All right? We might not think that calling our senators, calling our congresspeople, getting in their faces, going to the... Going to the uh, in the state houses, we might not think that that matters, but it does. It does. And we work from the county level up. And we all need to make sure that we're involved in our own states because we the people forgot that we the people are we the people. We forgot up until President Trump that we had control. We just let the government take care of things. Okay? But we can't complain unless we're involved. So the Republicans, I mean, the Democrats are literally trying to pass through a bill, H.R. 1, that, like I said, would lower the voting age to 16, would make it so that uh, Internet registrations are possible with electronic signatures only and ballot harvesting to be at the highest level. It's scary stuff, ladies and gentlemen, but we can stop it. We really, truly can stop it. And I have an army of you guys who are um, who I put in a, in a file you keep emailing in, and I'm going to reach out to you on how you can help from your state. Okay, as we move into Live from America as a complete network. And that's what we're working on, big time. So, 
Um, like I said, Liz Cheney, Upton, and uh, McChina, they've, they've already been censured by counties in their own states, by the Republican Party. Okay? Somebody said 16-year-olds can't even keep proper hygiene. Exactly. But that's they, they, introdu- they indoctrinate them in the schools all the way down. You know what I mean? And you guys can get, you really can get state grants and, and, and uh, assistance to get your children out of um, public education and get them into Christian schools. You can do that. My wife and I do it. We, have, we get massive uh, assistance. Plus, these, these, uh, these Christian schools actually um, fundraise all year long in order to help with tuition so that you can take these kids out of public education. It's, it's, it's part of working it all together, ladies and gentlemen. It really is. Now, um, China is ramping up big time, and they are making serious victory speeches. Serious victory speeches around Joe Biden. And that should scare us too. Hunter Biden, over the weekend, told his father to not take the bait. So we have a crackhead who literally is a pedophile, right along with his father, who's who's advising his father on foreign national policy when it comes to China and the threat that they pose around the world. So China is, as soon as as the Biden administration came in, China started um, sending in uh, bombers and troops back into Taiwan again. This, the, the very thing that Pompeo and Trump tried to stop from happening once they left, uh, Biden is already allowing to happen uh, again. And President Xi Jinping in China actually has been given a victory speech all weekend long, and he's quoted for saying this, and this is, this is scary. He says, there is only one earth and one shared heaven for humanity. Now, while you and I agree with that as Christians, there's only one shared earth and one shared heaven for humanity. We know that Xi Jinping is not of that same mentality. So when he says something like that, that talks about CCP, global takeover, global zombies, just following what the Chinese people have had to endure for so long. That is scary. And we got, we got uh, Hunter Biden advising his father to not take the bait, Dad. Don't take the bait. What does he mean by that? Why is he even around? Why is he advising? Why isn't he in prison? These are the things that we got to continue to push. And I believe that after Donald Trump's little break that he's taking, once he decides to fully come back into the public uh, arena, you're going to see him take some reins and take some control of things. And we just got to be working until he gets there, until he comes back. And if he, and, and he may not come back the way you want him to come back. He may not come in and swoop in and save the day. Okay? But I have a feeling that there's a lot of stuff going on that is not going to, um, that is not going, to, God's not going to let happen, okay? And, and, and Biden is far from, far from a leader of this country right now. Now, is he signing executive orders? Yes, he is. Although it looks really odd the way he's signing them and how he's signing them and, and who's around him. Um, and you hear like over the weekend we heard, uh, you know, hidden mics. Uh, him saying, I don't know what I'm signing here. And them just saying, oh, just sign it anyway. Just sign it anyway, Joe. Just sign it anyway. So um, Debbie says, it sounds like the uh, you're saying the politicians are not going to be removed for treason. <sighs> they may not be removed from for treason from the military. And it may be the only way that we can remove them is to get more active. Now, if you want something right, you got to do it done right. You got to do it yourself. We all know that. We all know that. 
We all know that if you want something right done right, you got to do it yourself. That means we got to stop wishing and wanting somebody to do it for us. Although if it happens and if President Trump does uh, do something with that executive order, even though he's not still in the White House, that executive order gave power to DHS, DOD, Pentagon officials, um, uh, uh, the the uh, the uh, attorney generals. It gave power to them. Okay, and so President Trump doesn't have to be where uh, sitting in the White House in order for them to take action. Because if you go back and read that EO, it gave power to these agencies and to the military. So I wouldn't rule that out. I wouldn't rule it out. All as I'm saying is we cannot sit on our hands until that happens. We have to do what we can do on a county and state level now in preparation for when and if that does happen, that we're ready to go. But if it doesn't, then our contingency plan is we the people are being mobilized. FEMA, um, who owns FEMA? Somebody said, any research on this? Well, nobody owns FEMA, uh, the, the federal government. We the people uh, essentially own FEMA, but I don't. I really don't know what your question uh, meant. But but it is right. You are correct with these executive orders. They're not popping up on any federal registries, and you and in in, in history you can you can go to these fed, federal registries and you can see EOs almost immediately when they're signed, and when you go to them now you see none. So whether they so whether they're not really happening or whether they're going to implement them all at one time, I don't know. But that's what I said. There's a lot of weird stuff going on behind the scenes with this Biden presidency that we got to be aware of, but not wait on. That's all that I'm saying in this show. We got to be aware of, but we can't wait on it. All right. Um, so one good thing I will leave you on is is Biden is supposedly supposed to now. Now here's another thing. I'm not like the Democrats. I don't want the captain of the plane to die if I'm on the plane. I want them to do good. So if, if, if there's any kind of good news that comes out of a Biden administration, I would be the first to say, um, I'd be the first to say, hey, that's, that's a good move. And there hasn't been any yet, except for one I read today, coming from uh, the Epic Times, which said Biden is to sign a Made in America executive order to tighten the federal procurement rules basically to ensure that the federal agencies themselves only buy american now <laughs> that's supposed to be supposedly been the way it was supposed to be done since 1933 anyhow but through different administrations we got away from that so let me ask let me just say if biden was to do this if this if he was to sign an executive order to make sure that federal agencies only can buy from made in america companies i would be happy with that However, you can't do that, sign it with a pen, when you just a week earlier, with a stroke of a pen, killed Keystone Pipeline jobs. That's not only going to hurt us, but it's going to hurt Canada. It's going to hurt Mexico. You're basically already putting in measures to destroy the, the USMCA and the relationships that President Trump has built with these two countries. So, um, like I said, if he, was, if he does something good, if he does something good, I'll be all about it. But if he doesn't do anything, I'll always report on it. But you can't do one thing good and do 10 things bad. You know what I mean? And I don't think Biden knows what he's signing anyway. These 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 executive orders were, were already put in place and ready for him to just put his John Hancock on. So I don't. I, he doesn't have a clue about what he's signing. But now you're starting to see buyer's remorse. You're starting to see voters' remorse. You're starting to see other countries very upset. And another thing you're starting to see is these mainstream media networks 
their, their, their ratings are going in the tank because there's nothing for them to write about anymore. Pretty soon, the whole world, and it's only been not even a week, it's not even been a week, but pretty soon the whole world is going to miss Donald Trump and realize what happened. Okay? The whole world's going to realize it. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I do want to let you know that I am going to CPAC this February. End of February, I am going to CPAC as official media, live from America Media. As I told you yesterday, if you weren't watching, I'll tell you now. Um, I'm turning live from America Media into a full-fledged network. And we are going to have different hosts with different shows on Live from America, which will be on Facebook, YouTube, Rumble, um, uh, and, and many other platforms, including including Roku, Pluto, and Firestick, and Apple TV. So we're going full-fledged network, and uh, and I'm going to be at CPAC this year. And, and, and this will be my first time at CPAC, and I will be down there literally interviewing people, holding people accountable, asking questions that you want me to ask them, just like I said that I would do. Somebody said, consider letting the sunglasses go. Eh, you know, when I do my show here, like Live from America show, I'll probably always wear them. I'm the hip-hop patriot. You know, but when I get into functions where I need to be, you know, um, face-to-face, eye-to-eye with somebody, you're going to see that happen. You're definitely going to see that happen. If I'm going to if I'm going to grow this into a full fledged network and have support and 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 hosts and reporters from all over the nation, then we gotta we gotta be serious about this and we gotta take things back state by state, uh, piece by piece. So I will be at CPAC this year, guys, and we'll just continue to fight. We'll continue to do what we're doing. And um, uh, like I said, eleven o'clock every day now will be this live, followed right up by the podcast which will be basically taken from this live and then live at 5 p.m. every night like we've always done. And uh, we're going to have a lot more to talk about as the days go on. And I appreciate you guys, as always. Your support has been phenomenal. Um, here's another thing I want to tell you. If you click the links that I put above, I would. There, as soon as you click those links, there's three little dots up in your right-hand corner. Click those and open those links through your browser rather than Facebook's browser. A lot of people can't get to my website. A lot of people can't get to my links that I post up there because you're opening up in a Facebook browser. Facebook controls everything when you're on their platform. So if you click a link up here, click the three little dots and open my website and open other stuff, okay, um, through your own browser, all right? Somebody said Q makes you people look stupid. Not a Q guy. Never was. So... You're on the wrong channel for that. I appreciate you guys very, very much. And um, remember to keep your shoulders back, keep your chest up, out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. We'll see you guys tonight live at 5 for more Live from America. Have a great day, ladies and gentlemen. See you later.